Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary and today I'm so excited. I know I said that every time, but this time we are joined by Michelle Burnett and we are going to be recapping last night's episode of The Bachelor and we talk about what makes Becca so cool, what makes Ari so dull, and what makes Crystal so insufferable. It's so bad, guys. But we also do our best impressions of Crystal's voice, so you definitely don't want to miss that. So stay tuned. It should be a really good one. Okay, so I'm here with Michelle Burnett. I am so excited. I love her Twitter. She's hilarious, and she's one of my favorite follows. And it's also her anniversary today, so I'm super honored that she's here today. So, Michelle, hi. Hi. Happy to be here. I couldn't be more thrilled. I'm so excited. Um... And I'm excited because I feel like you bring, like, a sense of legitimacy to the podcast since you've been on, like, an actual, like, celebrity gossip show. <laughs> like, There's nothing more legitimate than TMZ Live. There's <laughs> nothing more legitimate than, like, I get to say to everyone I know now, oh, yeah, I just have this podcast. Like, sometimes I have, like, a TMZ correspondent come on. Like, Oh, my gosh. You don't understand, like, the great service that you're doing to me right now. but That's amazing. That's but just, amazing. But just know that I'm not going to take a second for granted. And yes. I'm here for the right reasons on this podcast. I hope that you're here for the right reasons, too. And I also hope that I'm here for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I really hope that you don't have ulterior motives <laughs> on my podcast. You never real, know. real concerned about it. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you about The Bachelor. And I'm excited because last night, like, was actually a pretty good episode. I agree. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. I came out with stronger opinions than I've had in almost any other episode I've watched. So that's yeah. a good sign. Like, and I think what I'm finding is Ari is a bummer bachelor. Like, Oof, no one, yes. no one's excited about Ari. Like, it could literally just be any man in his place. Like, I wish it was more, like, engaging, charming, like, funner to watch man. But, like, this is just, like, run-of-the-mill, like... No, I don't know. Like, they just keep bringing up that he's a race car driver. It's so boring. No, I totally agree. I totally felt like Ari, for the first time, like, Vinny Bachelor I've watched, <clears throat> Ari was so dull. Just, yeah. like, everything that came out of his mouth, it felt like he was pained to, like, elaborate on things. And the, the more he talked, the more I was like, oh, just stop. Like, ugh. But on the plus side, something that I realized last night, like, that kind of, in some ways, makes him an actual real-life keeper. Mm-hmm. Because he's not going to schmooze you. He's not going to lie to you. He's not going to ma- manipulate you because he can't. Like, he's so dull. <laughs> so straightforward. He can't, like, fake charisma. No one is going to be surprised. Like, that girl, whatever her name was, that they got sent home last night, she was not surprised at all. Like, mm-hmm. she saw the whole way because he can't fake it at all. So, to his credit... He doesn't have any of that in him, but um, not super entertaining television. Yeah. And, like, and the thing is, is last season, like, I didn't mind Nick that much, but it was very much like the Nick show. Like, he had to go through his spiel. Like, every time he had the opportunity, I was dumped twice on TV or I've had my heart broken twice. Like, we always had to hear his spiel. It was very much like the Nick show. And even though we had, like, Corinne and stuff, like, the girls kind of were on, like, the back burner. But I think what's, like, been so entertaining about the season so far is although The Bachelor is, like, so dull, the girls are, like, really good and really entertaining, as annoying as some of them may be. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's not too much petty drama, like, the the conflict's happening in the house, except for, like, random traumas, and we'll get to that later. Like, the, <laughs> con- the conflicts happening in the house, like, are legitimate, and, like, it's not just, like, stupid 
drama. It's like compelling to watch. That's what I mean. Yeah, totally agree. I also feel like these are some super top-notch women. Like number yes. one, some of the most gorgeous women I've ever seen in my life. But also, you're right. Like they're they're not stupid, and they're not like doing the stupid fight things that you that you see in some other seasons. They're like intelligent and emotionally secure, and they're just kind of stuck in this kind of crappy situation. Yeah. So I just think that that's what's been making it like so entertaining to watch. So I've enjoyed watching lately. Whereas like I remember with Bachelor in Paradise last summer, I even stopped recapping it because I'm like, I am so bored. Like <laughs> I am so bored. And then even with parts of Rachel's season two, I was like, oh, this just isn't good. But this is this is a good season. Yeah, totally agree. So let's just like hop into the show. I think that we're going to kind of go in chronological order, but then we'll really just be like talking about whatever we want to chat about. So we start off with the glow date and on paper, like it seems cool. It just reminded me that like glow, the Netflix show has been on my list of things to watch for so long and I just haven't even attempted it. And it like reminded me that I needed to watch it last night. Have you watched that show yet? I haven't. And I also feel dumb for not knowing it was based on a real thing. So I started watching last night and I was like, Oh, these are real women. This really happened. Okay, great. I was kind of the same way. Like, I think, like, on the back burner of my mind, I read, like, a BuzzFeed article once about, like, the original Glow people. But, I mean, how many BuzzFeed articles do I read a day? So many. So I just have, like, a Rolodex of BuzzFeed articles I could pull out at any moment. Um, But, yeah, so the date seemed cool. And, I don't know, the first thing that I thought when Ari walked out, like, to the girls in, like, the wrestling ring none of them really even seemed and I'm including Crystal in this who is probably like we'll get to her later but like the most like bat crazy person there Mm -hmm. nobody seemed that excited to see him did you notice that I felt the same way normally you get the Ari or the yes he's here yeah he was pumped he was also when he did the demonstration or when he went first that was somehow also dull Mm -hmm. like it was (laughs) It was just like, oh, no, I'm being thrown around now. Like, it reminded me, I don't know if this is, like, too obscure obscure of a reference. Maybe I just went to, like, weird schools growing up. But I feel like there was always some kind of, like, fundraiser or something where, like, the principal, like, if you guys yeah. raise this much money, like, the principal will, like, get in the ring with a real wrestler. Or, like, right. if you like, raise this the... much money, he'll go in the dunk tank. And it just yeah. seemed like yeah. an old guy just playing along, like, not really, like, putting his heart into it. <laughs> so this that's what it reminded me of like oh little or not little maybe like oh grandpa's getting in the ring how cute <laughs> no I totally agree and I think it also to me at least I guess I'm still growing in the idea that the women are on a different caliber than him mm-hmm. like just maybe even of just of interest like I feel like they've got stronger personalities and he doesn't have a stronger personality so he got out there and it's supposed to be the Ari show and it just was like okay, there's this lame guy who's going to try this, and then we'll see the real thing when the women get out there. Yeah. Then it's... I don't know. It's just, it's just like another, like, knock against Ari. Like, just commit, you know? Like, Ben Higgins would have gotten into that ring, and he would have... You know he would have. Yeah, yeah. he would have loved it. He probably like, would have been wearing some sort of, like, outfit. Like, yeah. And yeah. Ari's, like, outfit for the date was weird, too. Like, I feel like he came out in this, like, black suit, and then just, like, as the date went on, he, like tried to get, like, more casual by taking off, like, some kind of, like, layer or whatever. And, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too rough on him. But you know what? I'm not. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm not. No, he did give off kind of, like, a supervising dad 
or principal type of vibe. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of here. Sure. Like, sure, yeah, I'll get in the ring. I also think that back in Rachel's season, a lot of the the activities that they did for her and for Caitlin, it felt organic to them. Like they'd go dancing or they'd go, they play basketball or they do kind of what was natural for the women, uh, for, for the, like the main bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And this one, the last few of them, I mean, the cars one was definitely more Ari, but I feel like they've like spent all of their Ari ideas. And yeah, now like you can't go race car driving all the time. <laughs> right. So they, then they're like okay we'll do this completely other thing and it's not even in his character like he would never take you on a date to do that he can't even fake having fun or like pretending to do that so all he can do is kind of like watch from the sidelines and make half thoughtful remarks when the girls don't like it yeah it's i don't know it's weird like yeah he's it's weird i feel like ari here's the deal no one is ever on this show for the right reasons 100 percent, right <laughs> like Anyone that says that they're there for the right reasons, like, is at least open to the idea of, like, being on TV and being a public figure and stuff. Yes. Yes. And, like, and I do believe that Ari is as probably as right reasons as you can get on this show um, while still being, like, a rational human. Like, I think anybody that goes into the show thinking, I'm going to meet my soulmate on the show. Like, we need to, like, mentally check them a little bit. Mm-hmm. But... He's just so dull. I don't know. And does everything's just about race car driving. And I was thinking, I'm like, maybe I am like being a little hard on him. Because as far as like interests and stuff go, like race car driving is a cool one. If anybody like, like if it was like a show about me and like I was a bachelorette, what would they even say about me? They'd be like, oh yeah, Mary talks to herself on her phone a lot. (laughs) She's, she's on Twitter. She like, she reads books. Like, I don't know what people would say um but yeah so i'll try to give him a little bit more credit but i'm not gonna try too hard um (laughs) anyway so the date goes on and then let's just like hop into it what was your impression of like the older glow girls being intimidating to like bibby and tia so it made sense based on them being glow girls they didn't set it up super well like i don't feel like yeah knew that these women were going to do that right they weren't in on it and so then suddenly they started getting attacked and like Bibiana is like vulnerable and like upset to the max right now mm-hmm. so she really didn't handle it well and then um the other girl who was upset about it I, I think it just I can totally appreciate that they're in a super uncomfortable position for like a million reasons. You're around like the hottest women that you've ever seen in your life. You're all competing for the same guy. You have no access to phone or TV or anything. So literally all you can do is think about how you compare to these other women when it comes to this man's affections. And you show up in this ring and suddenly these older women start aggressively attacking you. Like I probably would have fallen apart too. Oh, 100%. Like, so, so I felt for those women there but then when they kind of, like, stepped back a bit, it was like, well, it's, this is probably organic for these women. And these women were probably instructed to do this, mm-hmm. you know. This is what they're there for. They were probably so, instructed to target Bibby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, she was just a fuse waiting to go off. Yeah. So, for sure, they were just waiting for that to happen. But it, I, I felt bad, and I felt bad that Becca took the opportunity to kind of be like, it's take that. It's just a game, guys. It's just a... Yeah. Because just because it wasn't directed at you, mm-hmm. like, it's it's very easy to point that and be like, oh, you shouldn't be crying. Well, this whole thing is mega stressful. Like, yeah. I probably 
cry too. I don't know. Like, I have to admit, with Bibby, just because of her edit, everything that we've seen has just been so everyone's against me. It's me against the world. So it felt a little like Boy Who Cried Wolf at the beginning. So I wasn't that, um, like, I didn't have that much sympathy until, like, they started talking about her mom. That was, like, a little, like, over the line. Yeah. But but that one's weird. That was a weird, like, jab, too. They're like, what is that name even? Does your mom even know how to spell? And I saw the funniest meme. I forget who made it. But I saw the funniest meme where when Bibby was being, like, attacked about, like, how her mom spelt her name, Crystal, who spells her name, like, K-R-Y-S-T-A-L, like, is just looking on that whole conversation and smiling. Like, she's, like, in the background and she's smiling during the whole thing where it's like, okay, Crystal... (laughs) if anybody should be attacked by their name because i mean like how how else would you spell bibiana you know right like it's just it's just an out there name like you would think it's spelled yeah like phonetically it makes sense (laughs) crystal with a y however and a k doesn't i had hoped for a little bit more from bibiana only in that, like, I felt like she had the fire in her to really bring some great personality to the show she picked the wrong fights which was the I'm like, she did not have the moral high ground, I feel like, in almost every... Like, you can't get mad when someone steals The Bachelor's attention. Mm-hmm. That happens literally every season. You can't get mad. Um, if someone disrespects you and says something dumb to you, you can call them out. And I, like, yeah. I kind of appreciated that in her. But I, I had kind of hoped that she would have had more of a, an opportunity to really, like, show herself. Because I loved her. Like, but mostly because she was such a unique voice for the show. Mm-hmm. Did not had anyone that, that talks like her or looks like her or anything. And I think she's, she was stunning. Um, but I think she just, it was a little bit too vulnerable of a situation for her to really thrive there. So um, I felt bad about that. Yeah. And I'm so in like, in the beginning, I wasn't really feeling Bibby until she gave that like epic speech to Crystal last week, yeah. except for the fact that she like ended it with mic drop. Like she <laughs> literally she knocked down the legitimacy of her speech to crystal by ending it with mic drop last week like she knocked it down like two pegs like it would have been True. the most powerful thing that we've seen on the bachelor in the last like couple seasons but then she just had to yeah. say mic drop and then it just like oh, Bibby, we were rooting for you we were all rooting for you um right i don't know but she like grew on me but luckily i know that she's a She's going to be like a top player in the Bachelor franchise for at least she has at least another year left in her. They got her on the Winter Games, which they announced last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure she'll be Paradise person. Um, like I'm sure her and Crystal will both be on Paradise if they do yeah. Paradise again this year. I'm hoping yeah. that they bring back a uh, Bachelor pad, but that's just me. I never watched Bachelor pad. I, that was a little bit before I, I stopped in. The the so, Bachelor in Paradise is. It's my jam. Same with me. So I, I started watching Bachelor with Ben Higgins season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have like went back and like seen like some of Bachelor pad. And it just like, it, I don't know. It's like so cool. It's like Big Brother, but also Paradise. Like there's like a love element. I don't know. It's really good. Anyway, so the Bibby and Tia stuff happens. And then we get to like the actual fighting. And I made a list of people that need to sue ABC <laughs> and number one is Mikkel for making her dress up as the lunch lady and fight against the sex kitten. Who, oh my gosh, like literally the only nasty looking person. Yeah, like one percent gross. Bibby's like a her bridezilla outfit like wasn't like the most attractive because she had like green lips and all that stuff. 
But like, you're making Mikkel dress up with a hairy mole on her face, like the size of a quarter. I know, and, and her props her... legit like lunch tray. Yeah, and you're making her fight against the sex kitten, Becca, who, Which was, who is, first of all, like Ari I've... loves her the most so far. Yeah. Like, Ari's definitely the most into her. It will never happen. Like, he's not going to pick her. And we'll talk about that later. That's It's not going to happen, but he's definitely, like, 100% the most in love with her. And so, like, she doesn't need the extra points, you know? Like, she could have dressed up as a lunch lady and been absolutely fine. Right. Like, Ari would have been just as in love with her. And she's, like, cool and quirky enough to be like, yeah, I'm just a lunch lady. Like, I'll pull it off. Yeah. But then we have Mikkel, who, like... I don't know. Mikkel's doing just fine. I think that she probably has like an episode or two left in her. Maybe she'll like travel to like two locations and be done. But um, <laughs> but like I don't know. So she she has the right to sue, and then Bibby can totally sue if she wants. And then Annalise, and we'll get into that later. But yeah. Annalise is on my list of people who has like grounds grounds to take legal action. <laughs> um. Oh, then one more thing. Before we talk about the like the evening portion of the glow date, was one of my favorite moments of the night last night was when Ari was wrestling with Kenny, who I'm so glad that they brought back because I think he was pretty cool. <laughs> Tia has like an in the moment interview and she goes, "I really wonder if Ari's gonna make it," and I'm like, "Really? Like you think <laughs> that they're gonna let Ari die?" Or even like get a bruise. Like you think that they're gonna let Ari? And now Kenny's the bachelor. Yeah, sorry guys, Ari just died. He kind of seems like he might though. Like he really was only giving it half the effort. Like yes, you know, wouldn't have been super surprised. Obviously, for legal reasons, they wouldn't have let him die. But but I mean, what a show! What a show! Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, but that was probably one of my favorite quotes of the night. I really wonder if Ari's gonna make it. Like, okay, yeah, you know what? I wonder, too. Just kidding. Show's over. We killed Ari. (laughs) Everyone can go home. (laughs) Crystal, you're really close with his parents now. What do you mind telling him? Like, (laughs) it's just, I just, I had to, like, definitely give his eulogy. She would be like, I was the closest to him as everybody else, so I would know what he wants out of this. Since I know Ari so well, I really feel like I should be giving his eulogy after Kenny Pretty Boy King murdered him on national television. Um, all right, so we have the nighttime portion of the date, and then Crystal steals him at first. And I don't know if you know this or not. It should not come as a shock to you that Crystal's voice on the show is not her real voice, right? That It's obviously a fake voice that she's doing. But I'm not sure. Does that mean like, you know what her voice actually sounds like? Or just it's clear that it's affected? Well, first of all, it's clear that it's affected. It's clear that she's doing her best sex voice. (laughs) She doesn't even talk to the girls like that. Like, she has like the phony voice down when she's talking to the girls. But then when she talks to Ari, hi. Oh, that's super Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit more, um... And again, I really don't want to hate on her voice that much. Like, I know that I'm not that enchanting to listen to. Everyone has, like, their own vocal things. But hers (laughs) is just, like, way too much. But so she she says that she's, like, a fitness instructor, which she is. Like, she's, like, an Instagram fitness person. But she really is, like, an entertainment reporter, which they haven't, like, reported on. 
mm-hmm. on the show. But so she's really an entertainment reporter. And somebody in like a celebrity gossip group I'm on, like on Facebook, they posted like her B-roll of uh-huh. audio. And Crystal sounds nothing like she does on the show. Oh my god! Not even with Ari, not with anything. Like she sounds like a news reporter. Oh my gosh! She has it in her to sound normal. So that's why I'm not going to feel bad about making fun of her that's voice like anymore. Double insulting. Yeah. Yeah, so her voice is just totally fake. And probably the moment that bugged me the most last night was basically, I mean, every time that Crystal gets on the screen. But she has, like, I don't know if she's just delusional or maybe if Ari has given her this impression. I will say Ari did kind of mislead her last night. But when she, like, goes over to him, steals him first, and then she goes... So, how do you think I should act in front of the other girls? Oh, she's doing it. It's a sexy whisper. It is yeah. the sexiest whisper. Um, so, what should I say to the other girls? But, like, but in her mind, she thinks that she's won already. And oh, she, yeah. She had that conversation with Marique later where she is basically saying, like, yeah, me and Ari already know that we're going to be together. So, <laughs> you, you all just are, like witnesses to like your own murder like sorry hang around but me and ari are gonna be together forever um but yeah so i don't know if she's just delusional or maybe if mari mari if ari has given her like so many false clues he didn't handle it as good as he should have last night because when she was like how should i act in front of the other girls do you want me to steal you or do you want me to just like kind of stand back and then he starts going on about how hard it is for him to be around her when there's a bunch of other girls around. So mm-hmm. he did feed into that a little bit. So I'll give her a little bit of credit. But she's just so delusional. Like, she thinks that she's won already. It's a... So I'm, I'm going to get on a soapbox for just a second. So um, thank you. Um, you can cut this part out. If oh, my I, so I'm a singer. I like to sing and, and it's super personal for me. Like, I think I told you that I like have a Finsta that I don't share with people that I know because how horrific would it be to have other people hear what I do all day long? Like whatever. Anyway, it's super personal. Your voice is super personal. In my personal opinion, it's like the expression of your soul. Like it's, it is yours and yours alone. And I believe that it should always come from a place of truth. Um, so the fact that she's so easy to adjust her voice based on who she's talking to, to me indicates that she is a sociopath, a little bit, (laughs) a little bit of a sociopath. Like that's really, in my opinion, dishonest. Now I Mm -hmm. change the way that I talk depending on who I'm talking to. Like I have some friends that I like will make, you know, make specific jokes or my husband and I, we all talk, we talk like Miranda sings to each other a lot. That's not like, that's not what I'm talking about here. I just mean in general, like she changes the tone of her voice and gets this weird like graspy ravelly thing she happening. has like different characters for different people yes yes and it's not like oh i'm adjusting to this group of women it's like this is the me that i'm presenting to the world and that's very intentional mm-hmm. and that that's really like i don't know if she knows that she's doing it but it it is a like a thing that she's like it's part of the game i feel her. like it's so prominent oh. where it has to be calculated you know like she's not just like she doesn't just see Ari, then immediately turn on her like phone sex voice, right? Like it just, and I mean, and it is true. Like no one is the same person around everybody. Like, I mean, I talk to my husband a certain way. Like, of course, like my core beliefs, my core values, my opinions, and stuff are the same. But like, 
I mean, like, you addressed, like, I'm not going to talk to, like, my in-laws or, like, my grandparents the same way that, like, I talk to my best friend, you know? Right. Right. So I think that's not it, what we're knocking her on. We're knocking her on right. the persona that she, like, that, like, she yes. takes on Let's every see. time she talks to somebody different. She wants to project this type of person. And I think it hit peak juxtaposition for me. I think it was the last episode where she was talking about her brother. Like something actually very sweet. Like her homeless brother that she goes and takes care of homeless people. And she Mm -hmm. was really, she was doing it in a phone sex voice. And it was really weird because she was like, oh, I really like to take care of homeless people. And like. This is really hard for me to talk about. And like I just, you, this is really hard oh, for me. I just, I know that I need to share it, but right. I just, right. I just and don't know. That like, affectation, yeah. what she's saying is cool. Like, that's a nice thing to do. That's like a good hearted thing to do. But she puts that, like she's projecting sex kitten. Mm-hmm. And so it was really difficult to take her seriously when she was saying this very serious thing. And I, I feel like that's translated through the rest of like this episode where every time she talks, like later down the road, she's giving unsolicited advice to the entire group of women. Mm-hmm. Which, um, you just have to take every moment for um, what it is. And like, just really take all the time you have. Cause you Cause, like, know. when you're with Ari, like you never know right. how much time you're going to get. Right. And I was like, Oh, the wise sage sex kitten over here in the corner. <laughs> Wise beyond her years. Yes. Yeah. And then definitely thinks of herself and is asserting herself as the front runner, which is a strategy in itself. And also it's just that there's been other contestants in the bachelor who I think do that. And it, to me, it comes across as just like, they're very confident women. And so they feel like, you know, that confidence comes across in that way. And I don't think that's necessarily a problem, but in this case, it comes across a bit more calculated to me. Yeah. And then another like clue that I got, and also another uncomfortable moment from the night was just there was that moment when somebody came to cut in. I think it was like Lauren B or something. But so Crystal and Ari are like laying down on like their little couch or whatever. And then someone comes in and they're like, hey, can I steal you for a sec? And then she goes, sure. And then she stands up and she goes, have fun. Have so much fun. Okay. I'm so like, glad you figured that out because that irked me too. I was like, a, like fun? in what world are you like, yeah, like I'm really into this guy. Go have fun. But like she views it as just like, oh, well, that's like not going to last. Like he obviously he's already chosen me. So have fun. Like, right. You're so cute. Good luck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> good luck. Sure. She also did. I feel like when he gave the rose to, was it Becca? Yeah. When he gave the rose to Becca, they pan in on, you can see it in her face where she's like trying to be like, okay, I'm going to, in front of other people, be happy for this woman, mm-hmm. even though Yay. she got the And she was like doing that calculated thing. Yeah. Where she was like fake happy for her. Yeah. Oh, or maybe happy because she's fully convinced that she's number one and this doesn't matter. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then there's a couple more points I wanted to touch on, like with that date. So... We do see a little bit of Bibi and Ari, and of course, like, I mean, it's not a shock to anybody that she was not going to end up with him, right? Like, everyone knew that she was going to go home. When she was going to go home, we didn't know, but we knew that she was going to go home. But it was so crystal clear to me at the night portion of that date when Bibi has time with him, they quickly scan over to his knees and he is like holding both of his hands on his knees like so he will like and he's like kind of like clenching his thighs like so he will in no way touch bibiana 
like yeah. and she's talking to him and like the conversation just doesn't flow like it was so clear that they that she was going to go home but right well that's exactly what i mean about him being he's super transparent yeah like, and that is nice and you know what no never mind we'll talk about this later with lauren s <laughs> but i'll hold that thought i don't know but so we knew that baby was going to go home at that point and then we do have becca with the short hairs one-on-one time and she like so he's clearly the most into her right and she gives him that speech where it goes you like me so much because you know that i don't need you right and of course like that's like so good but i was like reading like another analysis of the bachelor and i like agree with it so much i can't remember what article it was but becca is an actress like she's so cool and like so like hip and like totally everything that like i wish my personality was probably like in high school like not now but like if she was in like the same like senior class as me i'd be like dang it i wish i was becca yeah um but she just kind of knows i mean and this does come from like a place of her own like self-confidence and stuff so i'm sure that she does have like a good sense of self but she knows like exactly what to say to ari like every conversation that they have to like i don't know to just kind of like reel him in and i think that she will probably be the sense of conflict um or like the point of conflict in the coming episodes not by her own choosing i think that the girls are going to get more and more intimidated by her and they're probably going to attack her age if anything but like she's just so like sure of herself and she's just such like the cool girl where i'm not surprised at all that ari is totally falling for her totally agree if she Uh, was 28 i would say she's the winner send everybody home totally if she's 25 i'd say she's a winner send everybody home i totally agree but there are what 12 years between them and when he was sticking his tongue in her mouth and they closed up on it thanks abc cameraman (laughs) yeah um that like I was like oh my gosh like he's just so much older than her and I don't generally have a problem with age but the problem is he doesn't have like the youthful spirit that she has like she brings such a brightness and like mm-hmm. a coolness to where, wherever she's at like she's just a happy peppy person and he is like a little dull and like I don't I don't even see I'm not even sure except for the fact that he races cars I'm not actually sure why she's super interested in him yeah, like, like wild. I don't and, think and that. And the would thing happen. is, I don't think that she is super. Like, I think if it was him and like f- four other guys, like I don't know. I think that she's content with him because like he's who is like around. But she also hasn't been like I'm falling for you. She hasn't like mm-hmm. we don't really know her true feelings about things that much. Like I think she's just having fun, and she's that kind of person where she could just have fun like in any circumstance. But, and then, again, this is going to sound like a load of crap because I got married when I was 20 years old to somebody that I dated for two months. But she, like, she's 22. I just don't feel like she, like, wants to get married. Like, and if we're supposed to believe that Ari is this almost 37-year-old man who's just, like, dying for a family and, like, wants to get married so bad and came on to The Bachelor because he really just needs this last chance of love. Like, I think that his pride is going to get in the way. And even if he, Becca is his number one choice, he's not going to propose to Becca. I totally agree. He's not going to pick Becca as his choice, even if that's like mentally his choice. Like same thing with like, um, I really felt like last season, um, this might be controversial, but I really feel like Nick had the most fun with Corinne and like liked Corinne a lot more than everybody else. And I don't believe that he was ever truly in love with Vanessa either. But I think that if it wouldn't have made him seem like a joke, he would have picked Corinne. 
I think he and Corinne were definitely more on. I I see Nick as a party boy. I don't yeah. see. He kind of got painted as like, oh, I'm I'm now wised up. I want to settle down. La la la. Yeah, but no, I felt like he and Corinne were like kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah. Whereas here, I don't see Becca and and him on the same wavelength at all. Like mm-hmm. she's great. Like she is a catch for literally anyone. But like, I think that she would leave him. He wouldn't leave her. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he would be confused by it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows what he's walking into. Yeah. One hundred percent. But I wasn't surprised when she got the date rose. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we just spent like thirty minutes talking about the glow date. Um, <laughs> when really it didn't have like that much meat. So I'm just gonna kind of breeze through the other things. Let's talk all about right. the Lauren S date. So first of all, let's just say that I am shocked and ashamed of myself. Lauren S was my pick for number one, based on her bio and the first night because she got like the beautiful music in the background. And stuff, and I thought that she was in the preview like a lot more than like the other girls. I don't know how that happened if she got sent home so quickly. That being said, that date was a nightmare. Even though it was a nice date, like they went to like Napa or whatever, it was a beautiful date. But at least Lauren wasn't like confused or blindsided. Like I think she knew the whole time. Like oh, I'm probably gonna go home. Like the thing that I didn't love about it. Now I, I, uh, empathize with her a lot. I've been in similar situations where I'm like, Oh, I want this to go so well. And then I'm on that date and I feel like I'm a mess and I'm the one who's ruined it. And I, and watching that, I think if Ari had more personality, she would have had a better time. Yeah. Pressure was she, on- was, she was carrying the date and she, just, yeah. she didn't know how to handle that. Yeah. And, and frankly, like, you shouldn't have to carry the date. And so the fact that he's the bachelor, like, it makes it seem like, oh, he's super desirable. This is going to work. But, like, you know, I, 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 it was unfortunate to me that she felt like she was the one who wasn't pulling the date together. Yeah. Because, I, like, it was clear. I mean, no, no hard feelings. Like, mm-hmm. it just, they weren't a good match. Yeah. Like, I think she saw it as well. Like, so. Yeah. Like, in the little bit of tears that we did get from her at the end were just like disappointment I think yeah well and you do put your life on hold like it's a whole yeah. it's a whole thing and it's kind of embarrassing. embarrassing and yeah. of course like you want to travel and you want to have this experience as long as you can it really did seem like she had some good solid friendships in the house like I mean Caroline cried when she got sent home yeah so I don't know I see why she cried like, but I definitely don't think that she was crying because of Ari no I'm actually I think I'll I don't see too many of the women crying over Ari. Mm-hmm. Like, Crystal will cry. Yeah. Like, I think of the other women, like, even the one we saw last, last like, week. Like, Bibby cried because she was disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure on it. But very, like, I'll be interested to see if anyone, cr- not if anyone, but if many of the women cry genuinely because they thought there was a connection there and then there wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of people being blindsided here. Yeah. And I think, really, this is the point that I wanted to get to earlier. I think the most genuine, real moments that we've gotten from Ari so far are these moments where he's letting people go. Like, because, I mean, we saw it with Bibby. We saw it with uh, Annalise. And we saw it with Lauren, where, like, we really do see his most genuine moments when he's like, yeah, this isn't going to work out. Like, I'm just going to tell you honestly, I think that you're great. Here's why it's not working out. Let me walk you out. Like, I think that those have been so far the most genuine, like, real moments that we've seen from him. So I like it. I, I totally agree. I think to me, it's also though indicative of the fact that I, like he's still not, I feel like he's not a hundred percent present. Like mm-hmm. he's not sure what's going on. So when I don't think he was able to even like articulate, it was, it was very obvious 
the fact that he didn't want to kiss Annalise was very yeah was, when he was like I don't think we're there yet when he's kissed yeah. everybody else there yeah but that didn't mean to like that didn't alert like set off the alarm bells like I should let this girl go and so and then he made he kind of made the comment when she called him out on it mm-hmm. he was like oh I guess now that you're asking me like I hadn't thought this but I guess that's how I feel well I think and he I'll, was just gonna send her home at the rose ceremony that's a good point. Like, and that's not the worst thing that's ever happened. But I, I, I just felt a little bit like I, I've seen other bachelors be m- more intentional about it, mm-hmm. uh, or even a little bit more thoughtful. But I feel like his his car, like his his, the thing that he says to all the women is like, "I know you're amazing. It's not going to work." Yeah, but like, you know, you're an amazing person. And I guess to me, it just feels like, I, I mean, he's just not a schmoozer. So mm-hmm. he doesn't have, like the eloquent words to kind of actually feel I doesn't feel as genuine to me like I feel like he just didn't have a connection with Annalise and he didn't have anything to say to her or anything about her and it was just kind of like well bye yeah whoops yeah and, I don't know it was a bummer because I really did like Annalise in the first episode or two but then <laughs> l- let's just talk about it last week last week with the bumper car trauma I was I... saying you know what this is funny in the reenactment they really did her dirty with the reenactment <laughs> So I will give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, I mean, everyone has like little random things that they're afraid of. Like, I have to say, I have some things I'm afraid. I have things that I'm like, oh, I don't love that. But yeah, like, but nothing that like I have a straight up like phobia. I cannot do it. Right. I don't um, know. Yes. Well, so, I mean, of course, I have like real phobias. Like, I'm not gonna jump out of a plane. Like things like that. But I don't. Right, but I'm not like, oh, I got bit by a dog once 20 years ago, yeah. and I'm, like, can't be around any dogs. Even I really when there's... feel like every kid at some point in their life has been afraid of a dog. Yeah. You know? And then, like, yeah. the thing with the bumper car thing, I was giving her the benefit of the doubt. I was like, you know what? Maybe she really did have, like, a horrible time at that bumper car thing, and this really is a traumatic thing for her. But, like, it was kind of funny with, like, the reenactment and stuff. And then last night when she starts going in with the dog thing, I'm like, okay, either... You gave a very detailed list of all your traumas in your application for the show, and now ABC is just trying to create something out of it. Or you're just, like, thirsty for attention. Because that was just, it was just, like, way too much. I do think it's an attention thing. Because I I can't fathom having the courage to go on The Bachelor. It's got to take a lot of courage or Mm -hmm. something. But like a lot of something to get on there and put your everything out in front of the world and know that they're going to edit you to make you look a little nuts. Like no matter who you are, you're going to get a bad edit. Mm -hmm. And so for her to be okay with that level of courage, but like not the courage to like be brave and get in a car that you're going to just ram into some other women. And I'm sorry, at that point, I would have had a a bit of aggression. So like, yes, let's get in there and smash the other women. (laughs) Or like with the dogs, like that, that was barely... There were, the dogs kind of were just there. Like, there wasn't even a whole lot of, like, interaction. It wasn't, like, cuddle with the dog, roll around in the grass with the dog. Mm-hmm. They were like, just, like, present. Yeah. And so I don't I, – I tend to think it's the, the, the same kind of thing where someone is, like, they make a big deal out of something just because they get attention for it. And she did get some attention for it, but then she kind of stopped getting attention for it. So Yeah, and then she got sent home. Yeah. But so then, like, the rest of the day – Fun fact, I got invited to go to this date because I'm on, like, the Bachelor's, like, Rolodex of, like, people that they could send to things because I was supposed to go to, like, a Bachelor in Paradise reunion thing, but then I couldn't make it work with 
my baby and that kind of schedule and stuff. So then they said that they would just continue to invite me to stuff. But um, I was never going to drive out to L.A. for this. Like, <laughs> never, never Dog. in my life. Like, I honestly, I cannot remember if I replied to it or not. But it was just like, hey, we're looking for um, Bachelor fans to come out and spend the day with the Bachelor girls. And I'm like, okay, I know that I'm not going to spend any amount of time with these people. Also, I don't know them. And I have no desire to. And I'm not going to go drive four hours out to L.A. to do this. Right. Right. Because I have standards. Um, but let let me just say that if I was in LA like and I just happened to be there around that time I definitely would have taken the whole day and it was like an eight hour shoot believe it or not yeah eight hours yeah it was an eight hour commitment I have to say of all of the things you can go and watch for the bachelor that probably would have been one of the worst ones yeah and like there's no it or maybe it was was horrible poorly set up thing but i really honestly wasn't clear what the women were supposed to be doing yeah like but, it was like a dog show for kids but they were dressed up in these outfits yeah like, i think that they would have had like the date would have been so much better if they just said okay we're at the park we just did a bunch of rent to puppies have at it or he's gonna take these girls one at a time you're all gonna play with puppies kind of like how they did in the pig island date in uh-huh in a Ben season where it's just like, yeah. all right, we're all just going to hang out with these pigs. And and that was a great episode. Yeah. A great episode, a great date. And then there was a lot of drama because Ari had a lot of, or Ben had like a lot of time with the girls and stuff. I don't know. It was a poorly planned date. The one last thing I want to say, or there's two more things I want to say about that date. So he picks Chelsea for like some like one-on-one time in the beginning and she's like, oh, it's because he likes me. No, it's because she was sitting right next to him. <laughs> um, but with Chelsea, like, I just can't. Marique made really good points last week when Chelsea was like, I have um, I have a son at home, so I'm really trying to, like, utilize my time and, like, make sure that I get to see him a lot. And everyone's like, okay, but we all sad- sacrifice things to be on the show. But last night when Chelsea was talking and she goes, yeah, today was a hard one for me. Because there were kids around <laughs> and there were dogs and being at and being around dogs at a park setting and then in the audience there were kids. It was really hard for me. And there's just a couple of things I've taken away from that conversation. One, Chelsea is like effing ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, as somebody who has a child, like whenever I'm away from Piper, of course like I I miss her unless I'm, like, excited to, like, be away from her for a little bit. But very rarely do I, like, look at kids and I'm like, like, maybe she was honestly talking like her son had died via a dog-related incident. Like, it was hard looking at the dogs and the kids. Like, okay, like, but her son is very much alive. And I don't know. It's like she was, like, pulling at straws, like, for something to... I don't know, to make it sound like she went through a trial that day. Right. So that was ridiculous. And then also we got one of Ari's now classic, like, bad responses to people's emotions. <laughs> because people give their emotions to Ari. They give them, willingly. And then do Ari says something stupid every single time. And this time, Chelsea was saying all this sad stuff it was hard for me to be around these kids i really miss my son blah 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 blah. i did see you in your element but i really miss my son then he goes yeah well i love dogs (laughs) 
And I'm like, okay. But I feel like that is another example of like, he's not, maybe we're just seeing a bad edit, but it seems like. But why wouldn't they edit him in the best way possible? That's the thing. They are giving Ari the best edit that they could possibly like come up with. And this is what they're getting, giving us. Like I've seen him connect. It, It comes later in the episode. I've seen him actually intentionally be thoughtful of a woman. I feel like once. Mm hmm. Later in the episode. But for the most part, I just feel like he's not, again, not super present. So with her, he could have been like, tell me more about your child. Or, yeah, that would have been really hard. Like, let's, like. Yeah, but, but then he follows it up with, yeah, I love dogs. Right. And what was it last week where the where the girl was talking about how, like, her difficult family situation. He's like, well, I got a great relationship with my family. Yeah. Well, I have a great relationship with my family. Or he always says something like, I hate seeing you like this. <laughs> It's like that scene in 30 Rock where Jack is patting her with a, the broom. Like, it okay. Don't <laughs> I've never seen 30 Rock, but I'll add it to my list. Okay, okay I'll send you the episode. Because, yeah, she's, like, throwing up, and he, like, doesn't want to be around her. So he's got a broom, and he's, like, scratching her back with the broom instead of... Anyway. Um... Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, he just doesn't have great emotional responses. So then the last thing I want to talk about with this date... Um, is we do get some time with him and Becca M, the long-haired, age-appropriate Becca. Mm-hmm, She's mm-hmm. now my pick for winner because... Oh, Becca K? Is that Becca K? I, ju- I honestly, I have the, the cast pulled up because I can never remember their names. Becca K has the long hair. Okay, so Becca K is my choice for the winner right now. Okay, okay. Because so far, like, her conversation with Ari last night, sounded like the same kind of conversations that Ari's been having with all these girls, but reversed. Like, he was the one talking about himself and his emotions and that kind of stuff. And Becca mm-hmm. was giving him very, like, Ari-like responses. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like just kind of, like, agreeing with him. He was doing more of the talking instead of sitting there thinking, okay, what, what do I say next? What do I say next? Like, we don't really yeah. see Ari chill out that much. I, I don't know. I feel like I always just see his wheels turning, trying to figure out how to respond to these people. Yeah. And with Becca, it's more of like, he's more relaxed. He's doing more of the talking. And if anything, Becca's like, okay, what should I say next? Yeah. No, and I also feel like... And then was- the shut up and kiss me was cute. I liked it. Say that again? When she said shut up and kiss me, I thought that was really cute. That was cute. That, that was a cute interaction. And I feel like there you don't see him like, I feel like he's either on one side where he's really not that interested versus the other side where he's so physically attracted yeah. that like, it doesn't matter that garbage falls out of his mouth because he can just be like, I want to kiss you. And then they kiss and it's gross. Um, but with her, there was like actual conversation and they were kind of, it did seem like they were vibing like on an actual human level, not just like a sexual level yeah like whether or not that means like long-lasting love i don't know but i do think that that's enough to get her neil lane ring at the end of this Mm -hmm. because no one else has gotten to that point with him um okay so then he gives chelsea the rose and really i'm just starting to realize that just his taste in women is horrible i don't know who's putting him (laughs) up to keeping chelsea around i know that like here's the thing i I think He's genuinely actually very sexually attracted to her. Like, she is... I just don't get it because there are prettier and more, like, sexually attracted people on the show. There are sexually available women. Like, she is putting it out there. Like, in a very wifey kind of way. Like, it's not in levels, but it's... She uses the sexy kitten voice. She's, like, in super good shape. She's blonde. She's bubbly. And she's being very, like... 
the risk for him is very low with her because he's so aware of how much she's into him. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like he's like, it's just kind of like, again, he's not super present. So he's not necessarily at this point, even thinking who's going to be the best match for me. Like who is going to be my wife? He's thinking like, who's interesting to me? Well, Chelsea's obsessed with me and like, she's hot. So like thumbs up. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just hoping that she doesn't last too long because I don't like her that much. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm hoping that she doesn't get on to Paradise. That's what my real hope is. Ah, uh, yes. I don't think she lasts on Paradise because I feel like Paradise people actually make like solid like human relationships. It's they're like friendships and then like relationships across the board. Yeah. And right now, I haven't. We haven't seen that much real come from her. Yeah, and I just don't think that she would. This is going to sound so rude, and I don't even know how old she is and stuff, but she acts more mature than everybody else. Um, mature meaning, like, old. What and... are you talking Sorry, did you mean Annalise? Is that what you were talking about? No, I'm talking about Chelsea. Okay, good. Sorry. Got confused. Proceed. No, and I just don't think that Paradise would be the right place for Chelsea. Yeah, um, totally. Anyway, so... Oh, Chelsea. Okay, I think I was talking for a minute about... Are um... you talking about Crystal? I was talking about Crystal. Okay, that's what, I wanted to ask you if you were, but then I didn't want to like I didn't want to embarrass you on my podcast because you can embarrass me ma- mixing up all these blonde skinny women's names is probably the most embarrassing thing that you could do. I um, literally have all their pictures up in front of me and I still got it confused. Yeah, I so. was like, oh, Chelsea really isn't that sexy, but I'll let you roll with it. I don't know what you're into. Totally right. You're totally right. I apologize. No. Erase everything. Everyone forget what I just said. No, you're totally good. I wonder if other people listening are gonna think the same thing as me like huh that really fits crystal's description more um (laughs) so sexual anyway she's she's playing the mom card pretty hard yeah and it's just normally the bachelor is really good to single moms they're like that's like the best thing that you could be on the show like like if you are a single parent like you're i don't know like they give you a lot of props but interesting i found out that her son so she had her son with, like, a hockey player, like an NHL guy. And he won't sign a release for him to, for his son to be on the show. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so we're never going to see the son, even if she gets a hometown. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I wonder how that will work out when, like, Instagram sponsorships start rolling in. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if she'll put them on screen or not. Um, anyway, we have the... Did anything really happen at the cocktail party that was that notable? Okay. We did have Bibby's thing when she made that cute little bed. And then, you know what? I hope that the producer that, like, screwed that up for Bibby, like, feels really bad about themselves. Yeah. Okay. So here's my thought on this is, to me, it was, even from the get-go, it was clear that she didn't do much. She literally, like, sort of touched some of the pillows and pretended to arrange it. Like, she didn't, in my opinion, did not set that up. Producer set that up. And she was just trying to, like, I wonder if even in passing, if someone was like, hey, this is for you, get some time with him, like, mm-hmm. do what you can. But she didn't have it in her. Because if she had, if she, I feel like if she would put the initiative together to put that bet, like, the whole thing together, then she would have probably made it known in a number of ways so that either, hey, like, this is, this is just for you, like, can we go, like, can I steal you first? Mm-hmm. Or... Would have told all the other women, hey, by the way, I did this thing for him. But, like, she kept it kind of quiet. It wasn't that big of a deal. And then it was, like, mega humiliating when he brought so many women yeah. set up. It was really embarrassing to watch. But 
Like, I have heard, like, from other Bachelor contestants, like, they've been able to talk to the producers and been like, I really want to do something special for mm. whoever. And then, like, they kind of help them out. Like, I mean, like, Corinne did not bring that bouncy house last season. <laughs> like, she didn't True. She didn't bankroll that, even though she could have with her million-dollar company. Right. Um, but, yeah. Like, it was... I hope that the producer that really did that to Bibby feels bad. But then again... You know what? It was just prolonging the inevitable anyway. I'm glad that Bibby doesn't have to stay around longer because she really was emotionally invested in it. Even if she wasn't emotionally invested in Ari, she was yeah. emotionally invested in really giving it a shot and seeing how far it could go. Yeah. And since there was no hope, I'm glad that he sent her home before she could get more attached to the situation. Totally agree. I do think, and I, and I know this is going, like this is the nature of the show, but I feel like it made Ari look even worse, like even less thoughtful mm-hmm. because he was literally like, oh, he was so pleased that they went there. And then he brought like woman after woman there. And then you see him like laying down with Becca and like making out. And to me, it re- it just reminded me of like every garbage dude I dated who oh, yeah. like had the same move and he used it on whoever would bite. And that is that. It reminded me of the situation that maybe because I'm a pushover when it came to dating, like, I would always really like a guy, and then I would just, like, do anything for that guy. Like, while we were dating, like, I would, like, I don't know, like, I was always, like, trying to figure out, like, any excuse to hang out with them. Like, if they Uh wanted to go to somewhere, like, 30 minutes away, yeah, sure, I'll drive. Like, literally, like, I would do anything because I was not good at dating and I was just like attached to people really quickly mm-hmm. um and it just reminded me of like the situation that I feel like I got into so much where like I would take a boy somewhere like socially and then just watch him like be with other girls like the whole night right like I feel like that would happen like time and time again to me and then I was like oh that's gotta be how Bibby feels like she like did this whole thing and now she set this whole thing up just so she could watch him be with Becca who he really likes but it also played into the kind of like victim narrative. Like that I feel like she had since the beginning where yeah. she just, everyone was out to get her and everything was out to get her. This was just a crappy situation. Cause like, it would have been easy for her to like, I know she did try to interrupt once and he was like, Oh, just five more minutes. But she, she could have been back. like, did you see this? I set this up for us. She could have easily done that. Right. Or she could have said like, yeah, like, and I'll meet you back here. Like I set this up for us. So like a hook to talk to you about it. Yeah. Like she, easily brought it up in a way that he would have been like oh she made an effort like I should at least get mm-hmm. some time her. and I think that that would have given her another week maybe but then yeah. again I don't think she should have gotten another week even though she's fun to watch for her own sake she shouldn't have gotten another week true yeah yeah all right so do you have anything else to say about the rose ceremony she went home no real sh- I am surprised that we're not getting rid of more people like, I know that he eliminated two other people throughout the episode, but I feel like they should still be eliminating, like, four or five people per episode at this point. I was surprised that she was the only one who left at the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. There's still girls there whom I don't know. Yeah, and I'm like, why are these people still here? Like, they have, like, no chance. We have never seen them. There are some girls right. that we have not heard talk. Right, which to me, again, I still feel like Ari's, like, not... He's not, he's not, he's kind of living in the moment, which is nice, but yeah. he's not thinking like, I don't get to just sort of get to know these women. Like he's not getting down to the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. or at least that we see. And so I don't know, like, I, I honestly think he's developed a relationship with, um, with Becca and with Crystal and a little bit with Chelsea 
And like, and okay, I think who, something starting with Tia. I think that was a good night for Tia. That's true. Who did he set up a special thing for last night? That was Tia. Okay, yeah. I really appreciated that. That was the mm-hmm. first time I've seen him be thoughtful, like, to, like, go out of his way to recognize that he knows something about one of the, one of the women. Yeah. So I appreciated that. Yeah, so I do see some of it happening, but, like, this, the train's coming fast. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't have that much time, so I agree that I, I kind of thought more women would be gone by now. All right, so since we recap the episode, I'm going to ask a couple questions to just kind of like tie things up. So as it stands right now, who is your top four? Oof. I think honestly. And winner. I think I want Tia to win. Yeah. I I want Tia to be Bachelorette next. Unless they bring back a former girl. Agree. Um, I really like Tia. I think they did a good job pulling in um, Raven being like, they're friends. Um, but yeah, I like Tia. I think she seems pretty genuine. I think Chelsea will make it pretty far. He does seem to have a thing for moms. Mm-hmm. So, and she's like pretty and, and with it and smart. Um, I think it's hard to say because again, I don't really like. Okay, did the other girl from Salt Lake go home or is she still there? No, so that's the- Marique. So we have Marique and then we have Mikkel and she's from Provo. But Okay, yeah. I'm thinking of the, the restaurant owner who is like absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about their relationship, but I kind of want to see where she goes. And then, um, I think Becca will go pretty far too. Which um, one? Oh, Becca M. The short hair? Yeah, I think he'll keep her around because I think he's not thinking long term. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking, here's my top four as it stands right now. I think that Becca K with the long hair will be our winner. Mm-hmm. Then I think... The runner-up will probably be maybe Tia. Mm-hmm. See Tia getting runner-up. Um, because although they haven't had that much one-on-one time, they are showing us so much of Tia. That's like, a good point. Every opportunity that they have to like show us like an interview or something with her, they do. So I think that she might be our runner-up. And then I think we'll have Chelsea and we'll have Becca with the short hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, and I would maybe switch out Chelsea and Crystal. I could see them being interchangeable, but I really feel by like week six, she's going to be such the villain where she'll be like put on like a two-on-one date and then he'll be sending her home. That's what I think, but I don't know. And I do think he, she's teetering on overwhelming him now. Yeah. I think so- that he was kind of off put by the, how should I act around everyone around you? And like, right. I mean, he was like, act how you want to act. Right. Yeah, I think that that kind of put his uh, antenna up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but thank you so much for doing this with us. I had your Instagram handle written down on my phone, but my phone just died. So before we go, I want to have you tell everybody where they can find you online. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Ricky Martin. By the you- way, how freaking cool is it that you have the Ricky Martin <laughs> It seems like it's like semi-criminal at this point now that Twitter is actually an established thing. But have you ha- ever like been approached by anybody in the Ricky Martin camp to get that handle back? No. When I first, it was like a year or two into having it, and Twitter messaged me because they they were like, if your given name is not Ricky Martin, you need to like give it up. 
And I was like, really? I'm like hot girl nine nines given name is not hot girl. Yeah. So I just ignored it. And then Ricky Martin got Ricky underscore Martin. So like if honestly, if he ever, even to this day, if he ever, if anyone in his camp was like, Hey, can he have that? I'd be like, have it. Like mm-hmm. it's yours. I'm not trying to hold it hostage. I just didn't really know what I was signing up for. And then it was cool. So, okay. That is the funniest thing. I can't believe that you are, that you have like the OG thing. Like I've had a Twitter for like 10 years almost. And I remember like in 2010 or something, I got approached by somebody who wanted the at Mary person handle. And I was like, no, like you can't have it. Who, Who were they? What did they want? It was just a random, like, like it was just, I don't know. I feel like they had like a blog or something. Like I'll have to like look it up. But they said like, hi, like we, are you like attached to this handle? Like they weren't offering me money or anything. But I was just like, uh, I want to keep it. And I used to have like the at Mary Pearson when that was like my maiden name, even though I've never legally changed my name yet to aren't, but that's neither here nor there. Um, my Instagram just used to be at Mary Pearson and there's like a semi-famous author named Mary Pearson and people used to tag her in posts all the time and I would always get the notifications. So I'm like, I was thinking about that when I was writing up like our little script thing for today and i was like i can't imagine how you feel do you get ricky martin mentions all the time oh my gosh so i had to turn my notifications off like years ago because twitter wasn't good about like i did it only only people i follow like only send me notifications it like couldn't handle it and i was Mm -hmm. getting and they're almost exclusively in spanish and i don't speak spanish so like yeah it's just gets better and better (laughs) there I think my favorite times is when like, like billboard Latin, like the Latin billboard handle, they just tweeted at me this last week. Um, and since Ricky Martin, he got married in the last week. So I'm, I'm always up so to date. Mentions on- out of control. Yeah. They're, they're, they're actually, they're not too bad because Ricky underscore Martin has like millions of followers. So if anyone has done their social media due, due diligence, they should know not to tag me, but yeah. there's always like people who aren't paying attention. I also, it's clear to me, which, companies use the same social person because the same message will come out on like 10 different accounts with the exact same message and so I'm like oh (laughs) that person sucks okay and then what is your singing Instagram ah okay so uh it is at the Michelle B um and I have it's it is exclusively just me singing and I don't share it with like any of my friends but if any of my friends are listening what up I have an Instagram account um and it's just me singing so well i'm honored that you're not only sharing this on the podcast but i would like to think of us as internet friends so i'm honored that you're sharing this information with me um and i'm just gonna go on your facebook now and like message all your friends be like oh michelle and i are way closer than you guys are (laughs) i think but i like again i'm very cautious about like it's just so personal to me and what's funny is like i can share it out to like randos on the internet but like I I don't know. It feels weird. So we'll see. I'll I'll creep into my friends like we'll 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 see what happens. Mm-hmm. Eventually I'll let my friends know. Who knows? I feel I don't know. I totally get that. I'm like not a singer. I used to like sing in high school, but like I'm just not good at it. But I used to always say like it would be way easier to sing to like a room of like a hundred people that you're like not gonna have to face out after than sing in front of like three people that you know. 100%. It's super vulnerable yeah. to be staring people in the face, like, while you sing at them. Mm-hmm. As opposed to this, like, oh, you're at an, you know, you're in a stage and you can't see people. And it's kind of an, it's an appropriate venue. So you're like, on stage, I should be singing, like, this is acceptable. And not like, 
let me go to the corner of the room and sing at your face. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, aye. But... All right. So everyone go check out Michelle's Twitter at, at Ricky Martin and her Instagram account at the Michelle B. And Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today. You thank rock. You Happy anniversary. Well, thank you have you on here anytime. You rock. Don't ever change. And everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. You can find me on Instagram at, at I just want to chat podcast, or you can find me on Twitter at, at Mary person. Thank you so much. Send me a DM if you have any questions and we will see you next week for another recap. Thanks. Bye.